Another, but a very special episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Garcia. We got Armando Arvizu here on a very special April 1st. Yeah, we're two April Fools. Yeah, two April Fool Fools. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. and it's an April Fool episode. So what we usually do here, uh, if you haven't listened to us before, is what we like to do is we bring a film and talk about a film from the Criterion Collection, and then one of us brings a film that we believe belongs in the Criterion Collection, and then we sort of talk about it, <clears throat> discuss it, to Excuse see me. if it deserves in the Criterion right. Collection, you know. Vote it in But this is a very special April Fool episode. <laughs> yeah. We're bringing two movies that we think do not deserve to be in the Criterion Collection. Right. We're going to make our argument. You might disagree with us, and that's what we want you to kind of do. Yeah. You know, like... We're, we're stating our argument. Give us your argument, you know? Yeah, right. So right here, right then and now, these two movies are going to be blocked from getting the Criterion Collection. Don't mm. ever expect to see them get a Criterion because If a guest tries to bring them, we're, no, we already did our special. Yep. We're not going to bring it. You They're know? blocked. And Criterion, they call us and they ask us. They say, hey, guys, we're going to do these. What do you guys think? We're like, well, you know what? Listen to the pod. See what, you, yeah. see what we think there. And they're like, okay. And they Go do Go back, that. listen to the older episodes. Yeah, so. it's a really, yeah. it, this is actually something that happens. We are sponsored by mm. them. <laughs> And uh, today, so let's just let's just say the let's two get movies into we're it. doing. Yeah, what movies are we bringing? Usually, so yeah, so usually we bring a Criterion film. Oh yeah, so we're, we're not, not talking about. We're not going to bring a Criterion film this episode. Right. It, this is two films each of us think should not be in the collection. Yes, and we didn't think it would be uh, any point to pair them with a Criterion. Yeah, movie. we're not going to waste a Criterion <laughs> film to to base it on. You know exactly. So. I brought today, which we're going to be talking about first, American Beauty from 1999, Sam yes. Mendes. Mondo, what are you bringing? I bring in the, I'm bringing the fifth element, a little Luc Besson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little French guy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, those are the two films. Uh, you know, I know they're very beloved films. Uh, yeah. But, you know, we think that One they was don't... Academy Award winner. One was compared to Star Wars at the time, you know? Wow. Not, those it was two, one of those things, Those you know? two things sound like awful things as opposed to... Exactly, and this those, is... Those are not cool. This is why this is a special episode. Oscar, Star Wars, that shit ain't cool around here, pal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your squares. <laughs> Look, first one we're going to talk about, American Beauty. Sam Mendes, okay director. This isn't really a... a, a, a uh, saying this this director shouldn't get in necessarily again yeah, we're just talking it's about the just film this itself. film this particular film we're not saying this person you know right because i mean i like luke Besson films yeah. like i want who doesn't love the i mean i'll take i'll take lucy for christ's sakes over fifth element honestly well that's but, oh no 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 that's a whole other thing but oh, i mean God. i mean la femme laquita la, the professional i mean all day you yeah know? yeah no lucy belongs in the trash with uh <laughs> fifth element but American Beauty, 1999, stars Kevin Spacey, uh, Annette Bening. It Thora stars Birch, everybody. Yeah, Wes Bentley, Mina Servari, Peter Gallagher, Peter Gallagher mm-hmm. Allison Janney, Chris Cooper, and Quantum Leap's very own Scott Bakula. And Ziggy, it, get me out of this. <laughs> yeah, he, and, and it's about a sexually frustrated suburban father has a midlife crisis after becoming infatuated with his daughter's best friend. Mm. Mm. All right. So basically, it's about a so, white man. A lot of red flags here. Yes, it's right? about a white man played by Kevin Spacey. Not in this climate, you know. Who uh, is horny for his uh, young daughter's uh, 
friend. He's horny for everyone but his wife. Right. I mean, he's horny for his wife, too, because he's still trying, you know. Well, look, it's a a typical, like, ooh, like, the suburb. Okay, let me just get right into it. Let me just dive right into it. Go for it, yeah. So, to me, you have uh, someone like, something like Blue Velvet, right? It is about, like, that suburban Mm. uh, facade, about this fake kind of, like. This underbelly of suburban facade. Yes, the underbelly of what's really there. They're trying to cover up. And there's there's a tone there. There's there's something to follow there. Mm -hmm. There's something to grasp onto. Even if those characters are a little bizarre, you can still kind of follow with what's going on because that exaggeration makes sense of what's under the underbelly of suburban life. Here, yes. I think Sam Mendes thinks, and the script writer, um, Alan Alan Ball. Ball, yes, Alan I, Ball. I think they think that they're sort of doing that. I think they think they're sort of scratching this, you know, pulling this rug up and showing the dirt under there. Yeah, they're but it's re- very surface. They're really patting themselves on the back for this yes. one, you know, and yes. it's and I can see that, and I don't like it. You know? Yes, and it's and also because it's just very surface. This yeah. is uh, something that I feel like you, you would write maybe in high school. When you don't know Definitely. what really it's like to live in the world. Yeah, you don't. You're not working a job. Right. You're not working. Yeah. Like you know, like you're not doing. Like things haven't sucked the life out of you. Really, you think things are like these detriments to your life or your like whatever the fuck. Like you know, like uh, parents. Blah blah blah. It's really basic and just what a teenager thinks. You know, right. it's not what an adult things who's lived through a life you know yes it's this weird thing that like it's pandering to teenagers to like it you know and be like oh yeah, fuck this and kind of right very like, ed- be, trying to be edgy trying to be edgy trying to be punk rock trying to be this other thing you know and trying to like have this like commentary on suburban life but i mean that's what that's what everyone wants is uh the suburban life american dream kind of you know well and also especially in the 90s Yes. I mean, this was the end of the 90s, but I feel like that's why it won Best Picture. That's another thing that I'll bring up in The Fifth Element. Is <laughs> it's very 90s. Well, but, okay, so, you know, we're not talking about The Fifth Element. Yeah, yeah but, but I'm American saying here... Beauty. No, no, but I, I'm just saying what, what you're saying. Um, American Beauty is that, but I think in a worse way than Fifth Element. I mm-hmm. think this is um, that idea of, again, that, that it, it's trying to be deep and it's not. And yeah. so you have... You know, it won Best Picture at the Oscars. I, yeah. I believe uh, Kevin Spacey won Best Actor. And, you know, don't we get me wrong. We should have did our research, but we're sorry. <laughs> it's April Fool's, and we're a bunch of fools. The point is, is, you know, that's we not think, even really the point. But it was like one of those that, Oscar darlings, yes, you know? It, the, the, that's, I mean, people who know about it know that it won a bunch of awards. It gets a yeah. bunch of attention. If you buy a book at Barnes & Nobles that the 100 movies you should see before you die, it's listed. There. If you've taken a college class, yes. the professor is definitely going to show you something from American Beauty. You and, know? and to me, it, it feels like, uh, you know, I understand a lot of the a lot of what Sam Mendes and the writer were trying to do. What I'm saying is that I don't think they accomplished it. I think it's done in a very adolescent way. And mm-hmm. I think it, it slipped past a lot of people because in the 90s, yeah. that was very easy to get away with. But you have stuff that you can show as a real, like real deep down-rooted adult shit which is stuff like happiness or welcome to the dollhouse yes which yeah. actually shows you how fucked up uh, that suburban life is it really mm-hmm. shows you the dirt under that and not some sort of oh okay let's do the basic the, the sort of cliche uh industrial military complex dad this weird the, complacency the weird son, you know like the, you know? The, the 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 midlife crisis dad the uptight mom 
the rebel daughter, the mm-hmm. cute cheerleader friend. Like it's just yeah. very like the, these prototypes that are very basic. And what we were talking about earlier is when we're watching is like we realized kind of like maybe it was this film was three parts kind of like the gay couple that's living in the suburban home. Well, the, okay, the, yeah, well, that, that, that's something to explain. Yeah. What the way that it starts is that you get a glimpse of those three houses or it gives you a glimpse of the two houses. Because someone's yeah. moving out, and that's when Chris Cooper moving in, and and, the, and oh right, they're moving in. Yeah, and that's when Chris Cooper and them are moving in. Yeah, but it does show you those two houses, which is Kevin Spacey's house and Scott Bakula, which is he's part of the gay couple. Yeah, it shows you their life as well. So you think that they're going to be a, a major part of what yeah. is, and they only are really there to piss Chris Cooper off. Yeah, or just yeah for him yeah. to be homophobic. Yeah, just kind of to like inform that character. But yes, I mean that Chris Cooper. Cooper character is just very surface and like you know like all these characters are kind of underwritten you know like nothing right everything is just like how we said earlier is just very surface and just like what you expect especially at that time you know it and that felt deep or something like that but I mean looking at it now it's just like like the nothing really informed them it was just kind of like these basic things like you know like how he explained like how that one character, uh, Wes Bentley's character, explains uh, Mina Savari's character, you know, where she's just this basic person, and I mean that, I mean, I mean not to be a dick or like be like you know really like critical. I mean, but I'm being critical of this. Is Alan Ball's script is just like it's very basic, surface, basic bitch shit, you know? Like <laughs> right. it's like that, th- you know? Like uh-huh. it's like I mean, he's trying to shock us by having the Scott Bakula character and the, this other guy, you know, like being partners and like this gay couple living in suburbia. Oh wow! Like you're really, you know, you're really. I'm scared. I'm I'm afraid. You know, like this is America. No, for sure. You know, it, it is like, trying, and also it's it's more so trying to be that. Um, that very like Hollywood progressive uh, kind of uh, liberal stuff. Yeah, just really where, fake. Where it's just surface. Yeah. It's not real. They, they don't really want that yeah. in their neighborhood. Like, you know, not in my, they're a but bunch of not in my backyard. But it's like a taboo. Oh, it's taboo to talk about this or show this on the screen. So you know? if we show it in this way, it's really cool. And, and everyone's yeah. going to think that we're like, you know, we, we it's appreciate It's really artsy and, and, and we like understand punk it. and yes. like, you know, like. And that's what American Beauty yeah. very much feels like, and that's why it won the Oscar because that's it's just a bunch of fucking old, out of touch people who vote for that shit yeah, for the most part. Exactly, like Sam Mendes and Alan Ball patting themselves on the back. It's Hollywood patting themselves on the back for liking this movie and praising it and being like, "Ooh, ah," like you know, it's really like, just like I, don't, I mean, and, and look, excuse my language, fuck you, you know, like it's just right, like, no, yeah, no, I you know? absolutely, and that's what I think, uh, you know, I think more people sort of realize how much they don't like this movie i think a lot of people now are starting to realize how much this movie isn't as good as they might have thought it was you know because again you buy any sort of book that's published where it's the hundred top films that you need to see before you die this is definitely in that this is always that part yeah for sure and that's insane to me because there are so many films so many foreign films so even american films that deal with this kind of subject matter Mm. blue velvet right off the bat yeah excuse me that are much better that are much you know, they're just much more. Uh, they're 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 deeper. They're done. And again, yeah, you know, I don't yeah, think Sam Mendes is a bad director. Tra- yeah, yeah. But challenging, you know. Yeah, but I don't think he really understood. And and again, you know, I don't really care. You know, he's he's uh, he's not American. 
And I don't think that that, that I don't, I'm just saying we like American over no, here. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying I'm just saying I don't think that yeah. really matters of him to tell this story because yeah, it is, no, because I don't think it's just an American it, story. But also that that's kind of a detriment too because yeah, he's not American and it doesn't feel like a foreign director. No, you know, okay, you're like right. where uh-huh. the, I would res- really respect their kind of look on American life, you know, and that doesn't happen at all in this film, you know. It seems like a very American kind of director and kind of like being like, yeah, patting himself on the back and showing these things like, right, like the divorce, like, you know, like an unhappy suburban family. Okay, wow. Ooh, like, you know, like I saw this, I think I'm pretty sure it was. In I, think you like, I think you I think you like it less than I, I, I don't <laughs> like this movie. Like, I don't like I never have, you know, like even when yeah, I saw it when I was, I was a kid, yes. like I was just like, this is bullshit. Like, you know, like. Mina Savari is the hot chick, you know. <laughs> no, but no. Nah. I mean, look. Again, same as you. When I saw it when I was younger, I was just like, "Why is everybody into this movie?" I don't mm. understand. There'd be like young kids who'd be like, "Oh, did you see that movie? Oh, there's like boobs in it." And yeah, I'm just like, "Man, like, like, like yeah. what are you talking about? Like, I don't." He's like lame. Like, and that's lame to watch. I mean, a movie yes, for that. I care about that, but I don't care about that at the same time. Like, you know, well, when, when you're I'm, a kid, when sure. I'm watching a movie, I want to see a fucking movie. Like, you know, that's gonna like surprise me and excite me, and you know, like really, like, oh wow, you know, like. Like, yeah, you I, wanted to again because I remember. I mean, I saw, you know, I I remember Ghost World. You know, we liked Ghost World when we were yeah, younger, exactly, which is on Criterion. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, which you can get on the Criterion Collection, and and uh, hopefully we'll get an episode with that. Yeah, soon. we'll pair it with something. But soon, what I'm hopefully. saying is that that was more of a film that I felt had real like ideas to it. Yeah, exactly. And it was funnier, and it actually felt like something. Whereas like and, American Beauty, and it, when I was I don't older, know what too, it is. Yeah. I, I just don't know. I look, it, it could be a comedy. It could be a drama. It could be I, I don't know what it, it what it's trying to be most of the time because I think the tone that Sam Mendes sets is okay. So we have this like Kevin Spacey, you know, you know he's dead, yeah, and and he's like kind of saying that, and it's like this voiceover, and it sort of seems like this kind of it's going to be this very uh, dramatic uh, suburban kind of thing, but it just jumps. It, it just never finds a good balance in tone yeah is what i'm trying to say and i feel like you know we talked about it before we talked about something like sweetie and stuff like that from jane mm. champion which yeah. it actually feels like it's very dramatic and you really get to know these characters even yeah. though they're quirky and even though they're silly and they do silly things here everyone just does silly things but there's no who cares yeah exactly i'm trying to like when you were saying that right now i was like trying to think of like a scene where it's just where it does say something or do something for me, and like none of the scenes do that, like yeah. at all. Like it's, it's literally just, just really like laughable. watching. It's literally just like watching a fucking paper bag float in the wind yeah. or a plastic bag yes. float in for the wind for fifteen minutes and trying to like really be like, oh well, I guess I have to say this is deep because I've just been watching this yeah. for two fucking hours. And you then, know what I mean? And then after that, he's just trying to film her tits. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's like yes. it's like yes. it's. It's really like high school guy shit. Like it's really surface. It's like it's trying to make you think you're deep, but you're not fucking deep. You're yeah, just sure a fuck, it's, it's, you're it's, just a child. You yeah, know, it's ninth you, you don't understand. You don't understand it. You know, like yeah. like to be like frustrated and like when you're like a teenager is kind of it's bullshit. Like wait till you have to like get a job and like fucking go to some place and like do these things. You know, like your parents aren't just driving you everywhere. You know, like. It's frustrating just getting behind the wheel sometimes, you know, and kind of dealing with that, you know, like just the world, 
you know? Yeah. You haven't really dealt with the world when you're a child, you know? And that's kind of like why Ghost World is a good film, you know? Because it is these two girls that are dealing with something, you know, after high school, you know? And when they start dealing with the real world and like in- uh, Enid is, you know, trying to de- like, you know, trying to like have this commentary on the real world, but she's barely experiencing it, you know? And in and, this film, me and, and she's played by the great Thora Birch, yeah, who is also a director. Who's in this movie? Yeah. So well, if you're looking for a great uh, coming of age Thora Birch movie, go to Ghost World. Yeah, not exactly. A, a fucking Daniel Klaus written thing, like where yeah. it's like this. Yeah, this middle. I don't know. He wasn't middle aged when he wrote it, but I mean, he was like you know, like our age probably, you know, and really dealing with the world and seeing these things, you know, and putting it through this like different eye, you know, right. than his. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean Alan Ball. I like. Yeah, he wrote the script, but it might have just been Sam Mendes trying to do. Right. Yes. Like, you, you know, I, you can't put like, too much of the blame on Alan Ball. Like really removed, really removed from this time in his life. Sure. You know? and, and it's like you were saying earlier. He might have this. His script might have really focused on the gay couple a lot more. Yeah. As the three stories, where it might have been these three stories comparing, like you know, like kind of re- really comparing them and right. like kind of exploring them. Yeah. There's no way to really know. But yeah, we can't. I I can't blame the script because I haven't read the script, so I can't yeah. blame Alan Baldwin. Mm-hmm. I can blame Sam Mendes, or I could really blame the studio who might have just made it into what it is. Because who knows, right? Yeah. They might have just been like, "We need Oscar bait. We need some shit." You never really know. Yeah, that, that's so. The, that's what I'm that, saying. That, that's, that's a really good question, actually. What like is this Sam Mendes's like kind of directorial debut, or did he direct something else before no, 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 this? No, no, no. He he's done, he did a bunch of stuff before well, this. Yeah, what this was just is. sort of. Um, I think this was kind of like his like Oscar kind of yeah that put him thing. on the map you right know, yeah, yeah. Him get noticed for sure yeah, but no, what yeah, I want, I'm curious now what did he direct before yeah but uh, but 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 the thing is is that he has style because even if you see stuff after what he did from American Beauty like I, I really enjoy Revolution Road mm-hmm. you know and that's sort of a really over dramatic kind of surface kind of you know uh, a couple uh, fighting story I mean. It kind of is his first kind of like he did some TV movie in '93 and then it's American Beauty. Okay, well, so, and okay. then it's Road to Perdition and then Jarhead and Revolutionary Road. See, and, and I enjoy those other movies. Yeah. Now, are, would I would I let all those movies maybe into the Criterion Collection? I'm not sure mm-hmm. because <clears throat> Sam Mendes has never really uh, give me something that like gives me a kick, right? Like that yeah. like gives me like because I I really enjoy Road to Perdition. Mm-hmm. Like I that's a really great film but at the same time it, it's never gonna make it in like my top because sam mendes did it it doesn't have that umph that i need where or there's like 1917 there, where it's like uh who's the cinematographer uh deacons deacons you yeah. know like where it's deacons. because that you know it's like it looks like sure. spectacular yeah you know yeah. like but For I haven't sure. seen 1917, but I mean, oh, well, you're this is what shit, I well, you're talking shit out of I'm not school, talking right? shit. I'm not talking shit, but I'm just saying. Look, I'm know? just saying. I, what, what I mean, what, what I'm trying to uh, emphasize by saying all this is that me saying that I don't think American Beauty belongs in the Criterion Collection is not to say that Sam Mendes, Mendes doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. Yes. It's just this. It's just this particular film, and I don't think he, he got it right. I would have liked to have seen, if this script is something else, I would have liked to see maybe someone else tackle it. Yeah, because yes, you know definitely. i don't know so let's just do final thoughts on this thing. yeah let's get it let's because get it. again let me just say and i'll just do my final thoughts for it just to kind of give my argument as to why it shouldn't yeah, be because you can't do my final thoughts <laughs> well you know but what i'm saying i want to do them yeah. first okay go for but it. uh 
because my argument for why it shouldn't be in here is because it's got Kevin Spacey. He's a sexual predator. <laughs> no, I'm just Which kidding. is, I mean, I enjoyed Kevin Spacey in this. Like, I mean, yeah, he's fine. He actually does a fine know, job. The like, acting is not bad. Yeah, I, I'm not going to say anything about anyone of the acting in here mm-hmm. because that's not the problem. It's really not. It's just the material. It's just, yeah, the scenes, the dialogue they're given. You know, this, all this stuff. You know, like. Everything else, you know, like uh, the actors yeah, did, mean, like a really phenomenal <clears throat> job with what they had to do with, you know, with with, with what they had. Yes, they. <clears throat> oh shit! Excuse me. They elevate the material. Yeah. So that's not the problem. It's and you know, it's just the overall story and the idea of what mm. this is. And mm. again, if this wasn't a movie that didn't win Best Picture and that wasn't in every list of the 100 greatest movies that you should see, then I wouldn't have a problem with it, and I wouldn't have to block it from getting into the Criterion yeah. Collection. But you know mm-hmm. what? I mean, we already canceled Spacey. Let's cancel American Beauty. Yeah, let's Come get it on. out of here. Let's just get it the fuck out of let's here. Let's get it out of the zeitgeist of film, like yeah. American film. There's no reason to have it. it. It's just... It, 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 yeah. It's a bore. You know, It's really like... We were watching it earlier, and we stopped it like at an hour and nine minutes, and it still had an hour left. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And we've been watching it forever, it felt like, you know? Look, I, I mean, I get it. You know, I listen to, like, emo and stuff. But, you know, I, th- this dude with the, the camcorder in there and, like, filming shit, filming the plastic bag, I mean, that's yeah. just straight up, like, again, ninth grade, like, poetry shit. Yeah, it's that's not bullshit. It's know? not, like, deep. It's not anything. Yeah. It's absolutely anything. And, you know. And he doesn't film anything good, you know? Yeah, and, and again, you know, there, there's not too much style behind the direction unless uh, Kevin Spacey's horny. Yeah. I think he really films Kevin Spacey's horniness very well. He adds a lot of <laughs> this colorful is a horny roses. Film. He, he, adds, he adds a lot of if roses. If this was the horny, very, uh, horniest you know, film list, this would be one of them. <laughs> literally, some of the best lighting in this film is when Kevin Spacey <laughs> is horny. And Fifth Element is pretty horny. <laughs> it's always when Kevin Spacey is horny is when... Uh, Sam Mendes is really excited the, and like doing well, something. You well, know? he's putting something in the frame. Yeah, you exactly. Know, something His dream frame. sequences, like uh, Kevin Spacey's dream, like where fantasy things, that's where like it has style. And yes, we understand that like it's kind of it's filming the suburban life as a bore. We get that, like that that contrast, you know, where it kind of makes the, you know, to see the fantasy scenes exciting. Sure, but sure. they're just like. Whatever, like who cares? Like yeah. You well, know, anyway, like, what are your final thoughts? This yeah. shit doesn't belong in the criteria. Yeah, it what, doesn't. What are, you, what are you thinking? It doesn't. You know, like it. This. I mean, when I saw, I remember seeing it like at a sleepover, like in ninth grade or whatever, and like just like not giving a fuck about it. You know, like and everyone else kind of liking it, sort of. You know, like and I was like, this is not good. You know, like who cares? And then seeing it, I, I, mean, I must have seen it again after that just to see it. You know. But this is like a film that like I don't want to see like art, good artwork for it, you know, or I don't want to see special features. Them look the cast director looking back on it. Yeah, that's, you know, that's I don't what I mean. want. When I, like, I was a kid when I saw this win Best Picture, and even I was just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I was just like, "There's no, there was a bunch of great shit out this year." What do you mean? Yeah. Like, I yeah, like, ninety nine is one of those like everyone talks about ninety nine how being like one of those years that just like everything was coming out you know like all this shit like it was yeah. the matrix it was um i forget what else but it was a lot of shit well like, you 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 would listen stuff on your fingers but you said one thing. yeah i know but <laughs> you know, the matrix 
And you're already 99... on the fourth finger. <laughs> but 99 was like a good year for film where like people look back on it as like, oh shit, like just like shit was coming out, you know? But you know, I mean, whatever. It's not like 89, but... No, no, I mean, yeah, no, you're right. There, That was a good time for film. There was yeah. good stuff coming out, and that's why it's really, that's why I'm and it saying that. That's why that's it kind of gets crazy. clumped in, you know? Kind of like, oh, American Beauty. Well, but, but that's why it's crazy that this is uh, the one that uh, rose to the top of the heat because a mm-hmm. bunch of good shit was out there. There's yeah, a bunch of good exactly. shit. Exactly. But, I, but again, they just love seeing shit like this. Yeah. They just this love is, to pat themselves on the back. This is Hollywood patting themselves on the fucking back to being fucking diverse, fucking woke whatever the fuck you know like i'm really sorry for my language on this episode but <laughs> you know what i mean you what's know? funny is that i brought this movie and i'm not even as angry about I'm it as you about, i i never liked i that's why i was glad you brought american beauty because i've never liked this movie i you mean know? neither have i but you know? fucking hey you don't like it look hey i get it you know just relax step back this is uh you know this this is fucking we're, we're pulling up we're pulling up the rug of suburbia, is, yeah, bro. Yeah. This is fucking this is what it's like. It's oh suburban my God. home. Uh, yeah, like yeah. just so dumb. It's just like every cliche stacked on each other until it just explodes in violence and mm-hmm. some stupid very much if I was a teenager, I would have wrote that script. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what but it, like we said, it would have been better um if everyone just came in and shot Kevin Spacey, <laughs> if the daughter came in we with the, the, the plastic bag, came exactly in. that was the best thing you said. Is like, like if we're we're ta- we're watching it and we're talking about it and just like if everyone just shot Kevin Spacey at the end, you know, it was like it was like a who done it clue kind of thing, you know, like. Where it was like, who shot Mr. Burns? It was like, no, who shot Kevin Spacey in this film? Yeah. And like, it just being every like variation of who could, or just all of them at once, you know? Like Peter Gallagher, his wife, and the best thing he said was the fucking plastic bag at the end. Like, you know? like that It just, just... like flows in and just like shoots a bunch of bullets yeah. at him and just, and just flies out the window. But that was, you know, like, yes. that's like... I mean, where SNL? Where were we at when well, well, first American of all, that, Beauty came in? Honestly, that would have been a deeper movie because then we would have been like, well, what does what does that all mean then? I yeah. mean, <laughs> what you know, what does it mean to take his life? Yeah. And then we could have had that fucking uh, fucking Wes Bentley sitting there staring at his goddamn creepy yeah. fucking uh, videos that he takes and yeah. saying some weird voiceover yeah, some about bullshit, it. You know, but like, anyway, so this is not going to get in this the collection. This is not getting in. What do you think? I'm sure you fucking want it in, but I hope after this conversation you don't want it in. Well, I hope so. I hope we made uh, some good points as yeah, opposed to exactly. just talking shit about yeah. it. I We're was trying. Ta- I was trying to sort of, you know, let you guys know that I don't think it should be in, not because I think it's the stupidest, terrible movie in the world or anything. Yeah, not at all. But because but, you know, yeah. I think it's overhyped. I think it's overrated. Mm-hmm. I think people like this movie because they haven't seen it in a while, and if yeah. you watch it again, you realize you don't like it. Yeah, it's but, bullshit. But what's up? What's up next? What's what up do we next got on next? The chopping block. Yes, Jordan, I'm bringing in the Fifth Element <laughs> from 1997. <laughs> Some of you might remember this film being directed by Luc Besson, written yep. by Luc Besson, and some other guy who wrote Cry Kid and worked on other Luc Besson films. Oh, yeah, he wrote the... What do you mean, like the first Karate Kid? I think so. Oh. I was looking it up and it was like, it might have been the first one. Oh, yeah? That was but crazy. Yeah, but he worked on other Luc, Bus- Luc Besson scripts because, like, yeah, like, I mean, Luc, I mean, come on, you know, everyone knows who Luc Besson is. Yeah, the, yeah. the Femme Nikita, the <laughs> professional... Uh, what else? Lucy. Well, recent. What was, or Valer- uh, what was the one with uh, 
Valeria? Yeah, yours. The Valeria and the Lost City of the Idiots or something like that. Not Z, but <laughs> the Idiots. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like Valeria and the something something. Yeah, something, some, blah, blah, some blah, blah, blah. tagline, yeah, yeah. you know. But I think it's like based on something. That was like a graphic yeah, novel and, or something. Yeah, like and, and yeah, and him and this guy worked. Uh, I mean, wrote the scripts were taken, you know. Oh, okay, that's you right. Know, yeah, that's that is Luke Besson thing. thing. Yeah, but yes, Luke Besson right. didn't direct it. Right, but yeah. he did write yeah, it. He that's did write right. it, and that's kind of all his films are taken. You know, after that kind of, you know. Yeah. Uh huh. But anyway, you know, if you haven't seen the filth element or heard of it, it's in the colorful future. A cab driver unwittingly becomes the central figure in the search for a legendary cosmic weapon to keep evil, evil, and Mister Zog at bay. Oh yeah, well, who's in this? Who's Mister Zog? Yeah, exactly. Mister <laughs> Zog is our the great Gary Oldman, who's in the Femme Nikki, I mean, in the professional, professional, which is a great performance, great you know, like film. And we have the star Bruce Willis, Mila Jovovich, uh, Ian Holm, Chris Tucker, Brian James, who's in uh, Blade Runner. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, uh, the Mister Luke Perry from Nine Hundred Two One Zero. And Tom Lister Jr. and Tricky. Who <laughs> yes. remembers Tricky from the 90s, you know? Like, uh-huh. And you didn't... And Chris Tucker, you completely... I said Chris Tucker. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. He's he's a big part of this, you know? A bigger part than I remember, which is pretty crazy. Okay. Yeah, it. he does. He has more lines than I originally thought yeah, he did. I thought it was yeah. like a really... At least from what I remember before yeah. watching it again for this podcast, I just sort of remember him... You know, I remember him very distinctly. Yeah, because he is a character. He stands but, out in but this I, dull I, movie. I, for some reason, I remember it being like I don't know a, a quick, maybe two scene, three scene. Yeah, kind where of thing. he's just like at but the on yeah. the sh- on that one ship or the cruise yeah. or whatever. He doesn't like but tag super, along for the rest of it. But you know? he's super prominent. Yeah, in this, which is actually very good. Because look, I'm just gonna tell you right off the bat, Mondo. You made me watch this. I fell asleep. And but the reason I'm glad. But the reason that I was able I fell asleep. To, that I was able to keep up with it was because of Chris Tucker. He's one of my favorite things about this film. Look. So yes, we talked about this. We were kind of like you know texting back and forth, or just like you know like you know because we're not gonna be we're not gonna be fake about this. We talk about it kind of before or after or during you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And this time we were really talking about the Fifth Element kind of during you know. Is where like Chris Tucker is this entity and like this performance and this out loud kind of thing, you know, like you can't not notice Chris Tucker, and you can't not like his kind of performance, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's like, hilarious. I don't like, I don't dislike Chris Tucker in this film, but I wish it was in a different film where I didn't have to watch this film to watch this performance, you know. Sure, sure, yeah. And that that was another thing I was realizing during this because I. You know, I just thought he was in these small parts, you know, and he was there, you know, like he didn't like tag along for the rest of the the, the adventure kind of, you know, this, I mean, I was started watching this film. I've always kind of not, not always, but like when I try to rewatch it and try to like, okay, let me just watch this film because why don't I like it? You know, it's like, it's one of those, it's like one of those things where it just has all those things that like I should like and be into and kind of like. Like, why is it not connecting with me? You know, it's funny. Well, it's kind of like say, kitschy. This, it's you're cool. probably going to get more this. You're going to get more backlash than I will about American Beauty, I feel like. Because a lot yeah. of people, especially nowadays, I feel like have been sort of rediscovering the fifth element and really love it. Yeah, so. <laughs> I don't. And I don't know why you people love it. Well, you're going to have you to know? make an argument why, well, why you I'm don't. I'm getting in that. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm just happy. Of course. Yeah. But. but 
Yeah, so the Finn, podcast, people are like, hey, yeah, I'm trying to, it's like a wrestling match. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm leaning the heel, you know? But, so, like, Fifth Element is kind of always one of those films that's always released on the new kind of format, you know? Okay. Like, it's on 4K, you, you know? It's oh, on okay. 4K, it's, it was yeah, on yeah, Blu-ray okay. right away, like, DVD, whatever, you know? It's not necessarily, like, one of those 100 movies you used to watch before you die, but it yeah. is always on, like, lists. It is always sort mm-hmm. of a, a big movie that people always talk about. And it is always sure. available, too. Exactly. It's one of those things that just, like, you know, like, whatever. Okay, but anyways, besides that, I've always kind of liked the beginning. Where they're in, like, it's, like, 1927, they're in Egypt, they're kind of, like, discovering this thing, these, like, you know, like, not hieroglyphics, but something else, some other kind of foreign writing to them, you know, where this guy is, like, this architect is kind of, like, or, not architect, um... Uh, what are they called? Something in Intelligence. You know, yeah, Indiana the guy Jones. Digs, fucking yes, the like, guy who like digs up uh, yeah. arch- architects and artifacts. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, no, he doesn't dig up architects. Yeah. He digs up artifacts. Artifacts, artifacts. yeah. And uh, yeah, stuff what, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jones. anyway, yeah. So yeah, it's this guy, you know, and that's kind of cool. It's kind of, you know, it's like, you know, like this, like, you know, it's where like this old kind of thing meets uh, like a future thing, you know, where these like weird, like kind of, I don't know if you know if they're creatures or robots or what you know they're space alien aliens or something. I mean that's it's just one of those movies that never clicked with me and like and I honestly thought like when I was rewatching it it was gonna click and I was gonna be excited and I was like oh shit like wow but it still well, I mean, didn't okay, click okay, with me. But not clicking with you doesn't necessarily mean it shouldn't be in the Criterion Collection. I mean I you know. I mean, why didn't it click with you? Why shouldn't it, like, be preserved, though? Like, you know? It's just... So, it's... it Again, it's, like, one of those kind of surface things where it's making this adventure, like, this kind of Star Wars thing. That's another thing. When it came out in 97, I remember this kid telling me, like, oh, it's better than Star Wars. And this... And, and in the trailer, it Well, said, you just piss at that fucking kid. Yeah. And I would be, too, but... That doesn't mean it should have been. The but, concept. you know, like even in the trailer, it said it was better than Star Wars. You know, it was just the thing that they heard, you know, it's like, oh, this is like something, you know, like because Star Wars kind of Star Wars was kind of having the resurgence at that time, you know, 96, 97 or whatever. They're re-releasing these like kind of special editions or whatever in the theaters again, you know, for people to watch them. And like, you know, like I wasn't like, I mean, I saw Star Wars, obviously, but I wasn't like this diehard like this like bullshit fandom that's going on now where every star wars thing is like sacred and lower and like all this bullshit but i mean fifth i i was just like i turned my nose when people said that like fifth element is like better than star wars and like you know it's just it just it's just a movie that does not click with me like i mean that's the best way i could say it it's just like you know, it's like you watch these things like the the Jodorowsky uh, documentary about him making Dune and just using Mobius, Mobius as this artist to create this stuff. And you realize this is from like the Inkle and all this stuff that Jodorowsky and Mobius worked on later after them trying to work on Dune and creating this relationship. Like, you know, it's just yeah, it's using that kind of Mobius art style and like kind of like uh, like view of the future and like, you know, all this stuff going on. But it doesn't necessarily like it's like 
like pitching Mobius's view. Luke Besson, like you know, like seeing that and using it that as his aesthetic. You know, it's not his aesthetic. He might not really understand it as on a deep of a level if he had created it, like Mobius or uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky. You know. So that's like kind of like it's just using that kind of like background, well, sure, and it's I not, get, I, and, and it's I, not I, like, it's not like bringing it to the forefront where like you're really excited about that and you see this because like it is kind of cool when you when Mila Jovovich re- really sees Brooklyn or New York in in the future, you know, like the third the thirtieth century or whatever it is where it takes place, you know, but it's just kind of like using it because it's cool. Almost, you know, and not really like understanding it. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I do understand what you're saying about yeah. that, especially what you're talking about with the Hodorowski and all that stuff with yeah. the, the aesthetic and stuff like that. Yeah. Him not really understanding it and mm. not really and just using it as it, like, yes, you know, yes, like, of yeah. course, and not really like understanding how deep it is. Yeah. But because you're not really thrown into that kind of stuff, like just for a little bit, you know, sure, sure, it's sure. mostly just on like these other kind of things that are happening in space, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, but I, but I'm just kind of saying, but, you know, if you're somebody who, you know, you just watch that movie and you just kind of enjoy it for what it is, you're mm-hmm. not, you don't know who Hodorowski is and, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, and at the time I didn't know that well, no, at no, all. But, but, and, and again, I, I'm not like trying to disagree with you because I, I, I don't like the movie either. I don't think it should be in the Criterion Collection, but I feel like this movie is something that I think needs a little more of an argument than American Beauty. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't like it, sure, I understand that. But, you, yeah. you know, you have to kind of like, you know. But, let, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, what... like, it's not like, I mean, okay, so the acting is okay. It's fine. Like, it's not anything to write home about or even, like, nominate as an Oscar, you know? Of course, Like, of Bruce course, Willis, Mila Jolovich. Exactly right. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, it has sure. all these great actors, like, you know? like, And it's kind of cool to see. But Gary Oldman is pretty fun in it, right? Yeah, he's fun. I mean, I, I, mean, I really enjoy Gary Oldman in this. He's one the one thing that I was looking forward to when, when you made me watch this mm-hmm. again. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, he's fun, but, I mean, that's kind of it. He's fun. He's there. He's, like, you know, he's this wacky, like, you know, southerner kind of in this futuristic world, you know, that's kind of removed from that. So it's kind of funny to see his character be that way when it's so far from removed from what we think as, like, you know, like, like where it would be just, like, if he was just playing a southerner in a, like, contemporary film, it almost would kind of be kind of funny and exciting to see, you know? But just that, it's just, like, him having fun, like, and doing whatever the fuck because he know like, Luke Besson knows, like, Gary Oldman's a good fucking actor and he can, you know, like, I mean, it's not the tone of the film or anything, but it makes it sort of, you know? It's just, like, Gary Oldman's, like, making a choice because he knows how to make choices, you know? Like, he's not going to make something... Like, he wouldn't do that accent just because he's fucking bored, like, bored, sort of, you know? But it's just, it's whatever, you know? Like, it's fun. Like, it kind of gets me through the movie. But, I mean, getting through this movie was, like, I was, I, like, earlier I was saying, like, watching again, I was like, oh, maybe we're gonna, I'm going to turn around on it and I'm going to like it. And when we do this, we record it, I'm going to be excited about it. I was like, oh, no, I, like, kind of realized things that I didn't see before, but... I mean, this was still like a fucking slog to get through. Like, well, I, was I mean, tired. I would, like, I will just say that you know, I, I don't think it belongs to the Criterion Collection because when I watched it, I saw. Look, I again, I, I don't mind Luke Besson. I really enjoyed Bruce Willis. I enjoy watching Gary Oldman kind of do this shit, kind of just be stupid mm-hmm. and. 
just really overact and just you know yeah. uh, just play around with the you know his scenery and what he's doing so i remember that mostly from when i first saw it that was my favorite thing mm-hmm. and so watching it this next time you know i i i don't i get it like you don't like it like it you didn't click for you you know but 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 again but, but i don't saying, see, i don't but, understand but, why but, it clicks but, for anyone but, but, but what i'm saying <laughs> is that you know i you know american beauty didn't click for me but you know i i you know that's not why i said it shouldn't be in the criterion collection mm-hmm. right so I, what i'm trying to see is that like i don't think it belongs in the criterion collection but you know i don't want you to just say like this shit sucks it doesn't belong like why though like what well, is well that's the real exactly reason? like what? it's just so bruce willis you were saying that you like the action scenes with bruce willis yes yeah yeah and those were probably honestly, the most entertaining things that were happening and like i mean i could see that but i really didn't care for it like you know I can watch Die Hard and get what I want from Bruce but Willis. But why didn't you care for it? Well, exactly. Because he's just doing what he does in Die Hard. It's kind of like really... I mean, it's it's not as phoned in as Bruce Willis is now. But it's pretty phoned in. Like, it's just kind of basic. Like, just like... He's just like... I don't know if that's the... I don't know if that's the argument to go on. Because I, I don't know if Bruce Willis is what you want to say. Because I... Look... Again, I'm not even trying to like go against you that mm-hmm. this movie shouldn't be in here, but I don't think that Bruce Willis was like bad. Bruce he's Willis not does bad, what he does, but he's just doing exactly. But, he's but just you're doing saying that he's just like, okay, but him just doing what he's doing in Die Hard. I mean, that's what Bruce Willis does. As long as he does that, yeah. then that's fine. I don't know because everything else doesn't like click. You know, like Luke Besson is just like he, like I was saying earlier, like he doesn't understand Mobius's or Alexandra Jodorowsky's like vision. You know. And he's doing Luke Bazan's vision, and it's not, and it feels kind of lazy to it, like you know, right? Where sure. the it, tone but, is like up and down, like it doesn't really find its like kind of, it's like comedic, it's dramatic, it's like this thing, like the music is like, oh, well, I this don't know about garbage, that. like like kind of like sting, sting, like you know, like I don't know, like what? Well, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think it. I think it has a pretty like comedic tone throughout the whole thing yeah it's well it does goofy. yeah it does i don't it's think really... it doesn't know how to find its tone but that's what i'm saying like it's too goofy at sometimes like, no but you just... just but but you were just saying that it's trying to be dramatic it's trying to be funny i don't think it but ever does that at all it is trying to be dramatic you know uh, and no and i mean funny. it's sort of just it's trying to be goofy. both those things it's just being goofy like the whole way through i mean i don't think that it ever but it is to trying to be dramatic. be dramatic yeah it is like every I mean, like just, the whole like you know like having these elements and this and this woman it's just like the music cues like tries to make it dramatic you know okay 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 but, you know, but i'm saying not, but i don't but think it does have that goofy tone like all the way through but, but i don't it's think just, there's ever like an imbalance of tone i it think never, it's a luke basson tone i think that's that's what i'm saying like you're, you're saying that you just said that it goes between it just like doesn't find a tone but I think what you should have said is that it's just a Luke Besson tone, and that's it's, not good. Like it, it, because it, it's just goofy the whole time. It, I don't yeah. think that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I you, you were. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it never finds its tone. It knows what its tone is. It just that might not be a good tone. It leans on the comedic, and it's not funny. You know, like it's really never ever like this comedic tone. Yeah, I understand that it's always kind of doing these jokes and not like really taking it seriously it's just very but goofy. it's it's, yeah, it's just i it's mean goofy I, I and that tone. not a good way like i mean chris tucker is funny i mean we, we talked about that earlier yeah chris he's fine funny. like exactly like i wish it was in another movie that he was this character you know 
when everyone else is like just like doing this stuff it's just not well it's that the script is not working you know it's not just the jokes don't hit it's just the writing is not working it's not really paying off the ending is just like a stupid Beatles song all you need is love like come on like okay like who can like why it doesn't make it doesn't make me care for like or realize that I really do need love in my life for that to be the fifth element you know and that's kind of the unspoken thing about like earth or whatever or like humanity or anything you know like that's not a good payoff it's so stupid like all you need is love like how like basic is that Okay. How surface is that? Well, there you, know? you go. That's what I'm trying to get well, you how to talk surface about. Is... No, no, no. That's what I'm trying to get you to no. talk about. You're over here just talking about, oh, it didn't hit for me. That's... Talk about that. Talk about the fucking themes of it. Don't talk about the jokes didn't hit for you. I don't give a shit if a joke didn't hit for you. Well, it's, not, make it it's, not, it's that... not about the jokes. It's no, no, about no, the script that, writing. That's what you've been talking about. That's what I'm saying. What you just said right now makes more sense to me because that's what you're, you're saying. You're talking about the theme of it, the mm-hmm. whole thing. And that's what I was trying to get out of you yeah. was that. Was you saying... Yeah, the stupid at the end, it's all about fucking... Because that is a dumbass ending. That's a dumbass ending. All you need is love. That's a fifth element. You're completely right. And that's what I was just trying to get out of your fucking no, ass. No, no, no. really. No, no, because look, look, I, I, I wasn't disagreeing with you. but I know you, you were But you were. But just, you were. No, no, no. But you were just very... Uh, I, the jokes didn't hit. I was I too service. No, no, no. I just understood that. I understand the jokes yeah. didn't hit, but I wanted to hear that. I wanted to hear you say... No, it's about this theme and that because that makes sense. And I agree with you. I'm agree. This is my last thoughts. I agree with you, Mondo, with that last thing you just said about the stupid fucking I need love thing. Beer. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I was trying to get out of you. You understand? That's why I was arguing with you like that because I was trying to get that out of you because that's mm. what you're right about that. You're completely right. It's a stupid ass fucking message. You watch this. There drug. is no payoff. There is no payoff. Just You're like the jokes, right. I have no payoff. See, well, okay, but that's, but, but, but see, but you understand what I was trying to get at, right? I was trying to get at more so the theme of what the film was. Okay, I understand that jokes don't hit for you. I understand that that's not a big deal. But for you to say that, but that that's a big part of the script. I understand you know? that. Okay, okay, for sure. But I, again, I was just picking at you to get what I was trying to get, and I got You're really it. fucking picking. And I got it, and that makes sense. I've been cutting, faking cotton all day, and I fucking agree with you, baby. You're right. Hell yeah, get these fucking movies out of the Criterion fucking collection. Hell yeah, Mondo. That's yeah. Fuck fucking fuck mm-hmm. the Fifth Element. You're right. I agree with you because of that but again i was just trying to get that just it's just one it. of those things that i like, understand that no I, I completely agree with you like it's where i should like all these things like the yes. comedic the yes, unseriousness yes, yes, yes. the uh-huh. dramatic oh for sure you know like bruce willis fuck yeah like in the 90s like yeah hell yeah yeah no i agree it's all these things i should like but i do not like on all these things. And you know, I understand like, that, you know? but I wanted to hear a little bit more deep of then as opposed to just I don't like these things. Yeah. And that's why I was trying to get that. And that's what I got. <laughs> so I'm I'm down with it. That those are my last thoughts. Thank you guys so much for listening to this Whoa. episode. So thank you guys so much for listening. Please follow us at Criterion Cult Pod on Instagram, at Criterion Cult on Twitter. Follow me at Young Jane Fonda on Instagram. And, and and follow me at save underscore mondo on Instagram, Letterbox, whatever the Twitter. Hell yeah! Thank you guys so much for listening. Join the cult. April Fools, join the cult. <laughs> <laughs>